This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 781. More comic review catch up for March 2020. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is Adam Chapman, your host, and this is episode 781. It's our more comic review catch-up for March 2020. This is going to be a very short episode because I'm only talking about a handful of books, um, and this will be the last of my comic review catch-ups uh, as we're finally uh, we're finally done with not having new comics. Uh, that, that being said, we've had digital comics for the last few weeks from DC, but um, I haven't picked up, I don't buy any of those, so I just didn't. It wasn't something I was going to talk about on the show, but now we have actual books. I'm hoping I will have them in my hands or at least digital copies of them or depending on which books um, for our next episode. So excited to finally have comics in my hand. It will be nice. Um, So uh, let's talk about three books and then we're good. And then we're excited to talk about new comics when I come back with a, a reviews episode in June 2020. So I haven't talked about new comics for like two months. So I'll be very, uh, you know, chopping at the bit for it. That being said, these books were new to me. So, you know, I've just been catching up on March. It's so funny, though, because when I look at my piles, I still have like 150 books to read. Um, but, you know, uh, I people are like, well, what have you been doing with your quarantine time? Well, I have a six and a half year old. I've been working full time still from home. So I haven't had any time to actually read. Uh, although in the last episode, I was impressed that I talked about so many books. Uh, this episode is more of a return to form so that when I get back to regular reviews episodes, people aren't shocked by the fact that I'm only talking about two or three books instead of 10. Um, anyway, let's jump right in. Why don't we? Uh, first up, we have Batman 91. This is by the current new creative team, uh, which is, was it James Tinney and the fourth? Um, so this is, this was good. I like this. This is, uh, their dark designs, part six, James Tinney and the fourth writing it with Rafael Albuquerque, Jorge Jimenez, and Carlo Pagulan and Danny Mickey listed as artists with Tomu More on colors and Clayton Cowles on letters. Um, I actually, I really like the art. I like some of the storytelling, like the Deathstroke versus Batman fight I thought was really good. I was not as interested in some of the Catwoman, Harley Quinn stuff. Um, I just felt like maybe it went on a little too long, but I did think the Batman Deathstroke stuff was where this issue really sang and like seeing those two characters fighting each other. Um, so it's, it could be interesting to see where we go moving forward. Um, didn't expect to kind of see the Riddler used here. Um, so yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this quite a lot. I'm still not a big fan of this new kind of designer character, but uh, I thought this issue definitely moved quickly and uh, told an interesting story and had some good characterization. Uh, next up is Black Cat number 10. This is by Jed McKay with Chris Anka on art and uh, Brian Reber doing colors and Ferranda Gatto doing the letters. Uh, cover is by J. Scott Campbell and Sabine Rich. When you look at it, you're like, yep, that's J. Scott Campbell. Um, I, I enjoy this a lot. This is kind of a fun story with Black Cat and Wolverine. Um, at times, I felt it almost didn't quite fit with the previous you know, nine issues in terms of the complete tenor of the book. It definitely felt a little bit more slapdash, um, almost like Looney Tunes style. Like, you know, when uh, Deadpool gets, you know, very injured here, I thought that was, you know, kind of a, a weird place for it to go. Anyways, I did think I, I really enjoyed the way in which the characters interacted. Wolverine and Black Hat are kind of a weird pair, and they, not that they haven't teamed up before in other books. I think it was Claws back in the early 2000s. Um, but I like this. Um, you know, Black Cat remains kind of a, a strange book that's still quite enjoyable. 
Um, and next up is Cable. This is uh, the first issue, and this is, this is by the creative team of Jerry Duggan and Phil Noto, uh, with virtual calligraphist Joe Sabino doing letters. And um, I, I really like Noto's artwork. It's interesting because I would not have pegged him for a book like this. Um, you know, it's on the face of it. Cable has a certain design aesthetic that you would imagine to be a little bit more classically superhero. Um, you know, and, and, and this is, that's not what you're getting by Phil Noto, but I actually kind of like the decisions. I think the art works because it's different. It's more muted at times. It's got a different aesthetic and just, you know, like Cable is a character that could easily be over rendered or over muscle, over muscled, especially when you have, you know, him having the metal arm and all this stuff and they don't go that direction. I thought that was interesting. Uh, you, he, you have, the idea of this uh, this uh, sword, knowing that we have the X, the ten of swords, or the X of swords coming up as an event, um, it's interesting to see them kind of seeding out some swords already, which was interesting. Um, and I like the idea that he always wanted a big ass sword, so the you know, old cable had guns and the gun cable. I'm still not sure about young cable in general because I I loved old cable, um, although he wasn't always maybe written as well. Um, I liked the use here of Space Knights. I thought was cool. I'm excited to see where we go from there. Um, the last couple pages where you have, you know, Cable apparently still around or an older version of Cable still active, uh, which was really cool. Excited to see what that means or where that goes. Um, but yeah, I, I, I overall I did enjoy this, and I'm excited to see where we get with more of Cable. Um, because he's such a blank slate. They could kind of tell any story they want because, you know, we don't really know that much about young Cable. So they could t- kind of do what they want. Whereas, you know, with the old Cable, they had a very, you know, defined character and they were playing within that. But now they can kind of do what they want, which is very exciting and must be freeing as, as, a, as a writer to be able to kind of do something new and exciting and go take him in different directions that you would never, you know, the fact that he's... You know, kind of a smart ass, and you know he's he's young, and we never really got to experience young Cable. We've always ever always ever had kind of an older grizzled Cable, so it's really interesting to see this version of him. Uh, and then uh, coming out next week, we can actually talk about this May twenty seventh. Uh, some of the books that came out two days ago, because I'm recording this on the 29th, uh, include. Uh, well, DC has a bunch of books. They have uh, Batman and the Outsiders, Batman Beyond, Flash. Uh, there's a Flash Giant, the Green Lantern Season 2, Number 3. Uh, there's the Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy hardcover. There's Hawkman, uh, Joker, Harley, Criminal, Sanity, Number 4. I did not realize that was going to be a nine-issue series. Uh, sorry, nine issue series. Uh, I got Justice League. You got uh, Nightwing, Trey Paperback, Volume 1, The Grey Sun Legacy. I think calling it Volume 1 is a little bit disingenuous, no? Uh, we got uh, Our Fighting Forces Giant Number 1, Stargirl by Jeff Jones, which has been re-solicited. Uh, we've got Suicide Squad, The Superman Batman Omnibus Volume 1. Uh, you got Teen Titans, Terrifics, Wonder Woman, and Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen Number 3. Which, oh, sorry, this is a third printing. It's not a first printing. Uh, and then over at Marvel... What do we got from Marvel? So Marvel's going to have an interesting kind of release schedule. They're going to release comics one week and trade the next. So let's see how it takes for them to kind of, you know, re, uh, uh, re-ramp up to things. But we have Amazing Spider-Man, Avengers, Marauders, Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, and Venom. That's it. Uh, that is, what, one, two, three, four, five books. That's all they had coming out. 
Um, so maybe I'll talk about all those books, or at least, well, probably four of them. Uh, I may not get to Dr. Afro, but uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy that that's what we're getting. Uh, anyways, that is our reviews episode this week. Yeah, it was less than eight minutes, or just over eight minutes. You can email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like the show and uh, sorry, rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, also listen to us on Stitcher. Our next episode is going to be an, another, uh, an episode with Barry Kitson, which is either going to go up today or tomorrow. Uh, we have an episode with Laura Martin, uh, a second one, uh, that's coming out next week. And then the week after, we're going to have another episode with Dave Lamphere as we get closer and closer to the fabled episode 800. Um, not sure what I'm going to do for 800, but we'll see. Um, I, so I know what episodes 782, 84, and 86 are, so I still have to plan 788 forward. So uh, hopefully some good stuff. Anyways, thanks for listening to the episode. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.